Ladies and gentlemen, we're expecting some moderate turbulence. Please remain seated and enjoy the show. Hello. And welcome to... Moderate Turbulence. I'm Jeremy. I'm Adele, with Roxy, of course. How are you, Adele? Doing well, Jeremy. How are you? <laughs> Good. We're, we're squeaking our chairs a lot right now. <laughs> That's why I moved before I spoke. <laughs> I, I, I appreciate it. So what's going on? What's new with you? Well, I mean, with me, nothing much, but Jeremy's had an eventful weekend. I have. I have. We're going to talk all about it. Anything we want to talk about first? Well, I don't know when you want to do this um, for this episode, but we're going to start doing something new for each episode when we uh, when we record because, well, Jeremy started flying again and I will soon start flying. I don't know when, but I'm pretty optimistic that it's going to be within the next month or so. Um, so we're going to call it the highs and lows of the week. So essentially, this is taking a um, inspiration from one of my favorite podcasts, The Lady Gang. Every week they do good week, bad week. And essentially, they there are three of them go around and they say a good thing that happened to them and a bad thing that happened to them. So we're going to turn it into, of course, aviation related. And we're going to talk about the highs and lows of our flying week or our flying of the previous week or pairing or, or whatever. And um, just, you know, the highs and lows of the aviation industry that we've encountered over the past week. And I don't know if I should partake until I start flying, but Jeremy definitely will because he's uh, he has started, he's gone back to work and uh, we'll let him uh, take the rein on this one. All right. So for highs and lows, I might talk about that a little bit later in the episode. I wanted, because I haven't really thought about it much <laughs> for this one, um, but I'll tell you about my experience so far flying. So uh, I was on reserve, obviously. So when you just come back to work, uh, if it's mid-month, all of the blocks have already been assigned. So you get assigned a reserve block. And what reserve means, we've talked about it before, where you don't have a set schedule. You basically have your days on and your days off. And on your days on, anything could happen. So for me, my days on started with a two-day pairing. So not too bad. It's, you know, it wasn't too bad. It was uh, operate from Calgary, Vancouver, back to Calgary, back to Vancouver. Layover, day two was going to be Vancouver, Montreal, deadhead back to Calgary. Day two was shaping up to be a very, very long day. Uh, there was a bit of a wait in Montreal before coming back to Calgary. Now, on reserve, again, and you you expect it. So did I pack for just those two days when I left, or what did I do? No, you were on for four days, so you packed for four days. Exactly. And so. especially, we had the feeling that uh, you weren't going to be back. I mean, we were hoping that you yeah. would maybe be back on Sunday, but uh, you had been receiving calls from crew scheduling. I think we briefly mentioned it on we our last, last episode, week, yeah. but they kept calling. So you're two days off. You kept receiving calls for draft from crew scheduling, so... We kind of knew that uh, if once you were on your pairing on your four days, you would just get used for four days. Yeah, which and like it's expected. Sometimes like you can't really make plans when you're on reserve to be like, oh, well, I'm going to come home on day two. So I'll, I'll make plans for dinner or whatnot. No, it doesn't work like that. They can use you. So 
of course, I woke up on the second day. And um, when I look at my schedule on my phone, there's a big red line going into the third day. So I know that there's been a change. So I go and look through my schedule and find the change. And okay, so now instead of deadheading back to Calgary, uh, I just operate to Montreal and stay there downtown, which is really nice. And then the next day, I'll be doing Montreal, Vancouver, and then deadhead home to Calgary. That was my schedule. So this was, uh, so my first day was all on the 737 Max, which was cool. Got to operate that one again. And I'm operating as flight attendant, not as like the in-charge flight attendant right now. Um, That's just my schedule for this month. So uh, the second day I operate to Montreal on a 787 Dreamliner, which is beautiful, great aircraft. It's one that I operated quite a bit, so I'm very familiar with it, but the services all changed since I, uh, since I last operated. So we do the Dreamliner to Montreal, all good, had a wonderful crew, and uh, did my layover in Montreal, ordered pizza, it was great. Um, and, uh, and then when I woke up on the third day, of course, I see that red line going through my schedule again. So I check it and now it's been extended into the fourth day. So now instead of deadheading back to Calgary at the end, I go Montreal, Vancouver, Edmonton. So I make my way up to Edmonton, stay there. And then the fourth day I do Edmonton, Vancouver, then back to Calgary. Adventures four days, sort of, uh, I, it wasn't really easing back into it. It was really being thrown into the fire, and it, but it was great. I got to operate many different aircraft from the 37 to the Dreamliner to the 330. Uh, it was great. I had a lot of fun. Yeah. And um, brief explanation as well. If you uh, have forgotten what deadhead is or means, um, I know our aviation peeps, they they know what that means. But for non-aviation peeps, we've mentioned it before, but it's been a while. So essentially, it means that you're still working, but you're not operating on the flight. You're not working the flight. You are on that flight as a passenger. So you have a passenger seat and you are being displaced to your next um base or airport because they need you at that location, but they don't need you for that specific flight. So that's why you're a passenger instead of a operating crew member. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I'm going to briefly talk about crew scheduling, and then this will tie into my highs and lows for the the weekend, basically, of my flying. Uh, So crew scheduling is there, especially when you're on reserve, they're sort of in charge of your schedule. They are the ones who add flights, take away flights, they're able to modify things. Uh, and they're the ones who we contact whenever something goes wrong or, you know, we're not going to make a flight, uh, things like that. So they're sort of our handlers when it comes to flying. So my experience with cruise scheduling this weekend is going to be a high. Uh, so I was operating, this was yesterday now, uh, so Tuesday, I was operating Van, um, Edmonton to Vancouver, and then I was supposed to deadhead back to Calgary, but it was a, a later flight. Um And so I would have had to wait on the ground in Vancouver for a few hours before making it back to Calgary. Of course, it's a deadhead. I know that I have days off coming up right after. And those are the types of days off. There's two types of that. But these are the types of days off that they can't really work you into. So I knew I would be done pretty much when I get to Calgary. So I asked crew scheduling. I said, hey, is there any way I could go on this earlier flight uh, to Calgary so I don't have to wait on the ground in Vancouver for four hours? And so when I arrived in Vancouver, I gave them a call. They said, yeah, it's all good. You can go on the earlier flight. Now, the problem was um, being on reserve, sometimes uh, things get missed and I wasn't booked on the uh, on the deadhead flight. So I had to call crew scheduling again. They had to call reservations and get my uh, flight actually booked. So uh, a shout out to our crew schedulers and Megan. Um, 
thank you for getting that booked so quickly so that I could end up getting on that earlier flight and make it home to see Adele and, of course, Roxy and the cats earlier. <laughs> so that's <Yeah>. my high. <laughs> I mean, it was a treat for me, too, because it's instead of seeing Jeremy at 11 p.m. Or, or whenever I finished work, I got to see him before I went to work yesterday. Yeah. So I got home from the gym and he was actually already home around, what, 1030, probably? Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that was nice. So we you know, had lunch, breakfast, lunch, walked Roxy, and then I went to work and then actually came home a bit earlier yesterday too, just to, so we can have a, a, a meal together because it's as, been so long. <laughs> well, yeah. And as we will talk about later on, we're not going to talk about it just yet, but um, Jeremy's schedule is changing as well. And this would have been our only time to have a meal together yeah. in a week or so, uh, or over a week. Yeah. So we just wanted to take advantage because... I mean, yeah, we could have eaten at 1130, but, you know, eating at uh, 9 p.m. is a lot better. So yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's what we did last night. He made a nice feta pasta and had a glass of white wine and we enjoyed our meal together because yeah. we might not have another one for a while. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so my low for this week would be uh, sort of getting back into the swing of things into flying. And again, you have to be prepared for anything. But again, I'm not used to a reserve schedule. So yeah, it's an adjustment. And it just so happened that all of my flights were really early in the morning. And all leaving from different time zones. Yeah. So like early in the morning in Calgary is one thing. Early in the morning in Montreal means it's even earlier for those of us that are based out West. So I had a pickup in Montreal at 5.15 a.m., which is 3.15. Is it 5.15 pickup? Yeah, 5.15 pickup, which is 3.15 Calgary time, which means I woke up at about 2.15 Calgary time to get ready for that day. Uh, I'm not a morning person. Of course, I'm going to show up to the flights. I'm going to be smiling. I'll be as fresh as I can be. And I'm still not a morning person. <laughs> oh, yeah. And quick note, nobody can see you smile because we're still wearing masks, but you're smiling behind the mask. I do smile behind that <laughs> mask. It's true. And people say, because I'm always making the jokes, like, can you tell I'm smiling? And people say, I can see it in your eyes. So, <laughs> yeah. And uh, poor Jeremy as well woke up this morning with a raging migraine because of yeah. all of that. Um with yeah, with changing schedules, changing time zones, you were in three different time zones over the past four days. Um, yeah, the adjustment is hard. We're, our bodies, like we we knew, our bodies are we're gonna have to, our bodies would have to get used to it again. Yeah. But uh, it's never fun to wake up. Like I've never had a migraine, so I can't really, I can't relate because I don't know the pain, but I know that it's definitely debilitating yeah, yeah like my mom has always had migraines when i grew up and even when i have a headache i complain en enough so i can't even imagine a migraine so jeremy is uh powering through doing doing this podcast by the way so um <laughs> if he seems low energy just forgive him i am i don't think you'll tell but uh he still has a migraine right now as we are as we are recording this i'm working through it <laughs> so yeah um but you know what? I'm just I'm just, I'm gonna go with it. I'm gonna say high and low too because I want to get back into this too. <laughs> um, well, a high would definitely just be the the imminent recalls. Uh, like I'm at this point as we're recording this on July 21st, 1,125 people away from my recall. Ish, right? Ish. No, that's exact. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> 
Um, but who's counting? Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it might it may seem like, oh my God, you still have a thousand people ahead of you. They've called back over 2,000 people in less than two months at this point. Pretty much like a month and a half. Yeah. And they keep calling back people. It's a weekly thing. People know, like, it's it's pretty much no longer a rumor. They're doing recalls every Sunday, Sunday at yeah. this point. So we don't know how many people they are recalling because every Sunday it's a different number. Sometimes it's like 500. Sometimes it's 200. But essentially, if they keep going at this pattern, it's very likely that I'll be recalled in August. Yeah. So that's a very good high. Mm-hmm. I mean, the low is still the uncertainty. This still like qu- the big question mark over everything. And at this point, since it's so close and so like, oh my gosh, I could literally get a call or my my email. They're not calling, but I could get the email in two weeks from now. Yeah. Like that's how crazy it is. Um, so um, I'm excited. I mean, I'm still nervous uh, to leave Roxy because we're going to have to figure that out. But, you know, we got a dog knowing that we would be back flying. We thought we'd be back flying within six months of getting the dog, not knowing that it would be over a year. But uh, yeah, we're still keeping her, obviously, but we're oh, just yeah. going to have to figure out like who's going to watch her, who's going to come walk her, who's going to maybe pet sit her for a few days. Like, we'll figure it out. Don't worry, guys. But <laughs> it'll be, you know, an added element of uh, the aviation life. Yep, it's true. And I mean, people make do. We know lots of couples where, you know, both husband and wife are in the aviation industry and they have cats, they have pets, uh, they've they got kids. kids. <laughs> yeah. And they make it work. So don't worry, Roxy. The cats are fine. Yeah. I'm not worried about Maui or Cats, <laughs> cats are self-sufficient. They're fine for a few days. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's possible to make it work. And we're, of course, going to make it work. And Roxy's going to be well taken care of. Right, Roxy? <laughs> She's sniffing around. Oh, she's sniffing the mic. No. Okay. <laughs> Cute. Um, yeah. So was there... Oh, there's another thing um, that Jeremy got on his first pairing back. What? what? A data link. Oh, I got a data... It's true. Yes. So a data link. Uh, we'll briefly explain that. So data link, think of it as a fax machine on the plane. So crew scheduling can send like a fax or we call it a data link and it prints out on the little computer in the flight deck and it and uh mine said uh please call crew scheduling upon arrival please acknowledge it's from good old dante at crew scheduling <laughs> yeah so essentially it's you know your schedule has changed or we need you for a different flight or blah 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 and um essentially you know get ready to not go on the flight that you thought you would go on yeah um you know be aware because, I mean, now you have your iPads. Yeah. Um, well, the service directors have iPads and most air- of our aircrafts have Wi-Fi. But the Wi-Fi could not work. The aircraft could not have Wi-Fi. And technically, you're, an, a, fl- uh, you're a flight attendant too. Yeah. So you're not supposed to have an iPad. Well, I'm yeah. like, flight attendants don't have iPads, but you still get your iPad because you're a qualified service director. Yeah. Anyways, all to say that they still have to data link you, like they have to make you aware, even though you already had seen it on your iPad because you were connected to the Wi-Fi and you were on your uh, scheduling app and were able to see that there was a big red line again. <laughs> yeah. So it's when, yeah, when I was on the flight, uh, I'd refresh the uh, the app, the scheduling app while I was having my, my quick in-flight meal there. And um, 
yeah, I saw the red line, went through, clicked through, saw the change. Like, okay, cool. We're, we know, <laughs> we know it's, things change when you're on reserve. It's all good. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, things could change when you're on a block anyway, because of course, weather, mechanicals, cancellations, anything can still affect your schedule. You're not uh, untouchable when you're on a block, but yeah, reserve life is just kind of, you're at the mercy of, of whatever. Yep. And, um, yeah, so like that, that was just like a full first pairing, you know, different time zones, different layovers, different aircrafts, Constant different crews, changes, yeah. uh, data links, uh, deadheads operating. Like you didn't just operate all the flights, you were deadheading and yep. operating. Yep. So I think that was a pretty, you know, solid first pairing. I got I, I got a lot accomplished. I hit I hit a lot of the uh, different the things checks. you can you can get. Yeah. The only thing you didn't do is you didn't cross any borders, but of course it's still COVID time, so that's our cross border flights, no matter where, aren't very um, common right now anyway. Yeah. So that would have been like quite uh, quite something, but uh, yeah. Of course, you still had your passport with you because. They could have, have decided to, yeah. to um, send you to Los Angeles or Hong Kong or whatever. Yeah. Well, on day two, you know, coming out of Vancouver, you never know. I could have been anywhere Pacific, right? Yeah. Um, and I mean, it's I, happened to me before. Yeah, that's right. You went to Shanghai from Vancouver. Um, I had, uh, I was chatting with a lot of crews and one of the crews was telling me, yeah, I was just in LA not too long ago. Or And then one of my other crews was like, yeah, I was just in San Francisco. And they both said, yep, stocked up at Trader Joe's. <laughs> and I'm like, I can't wait. I can't wait to go to Trader Joe's. <laughs> yeah. And it seems like we do have some flights or uh, to LA at least, because I've and I, of course, one of the new things now that I'm doing, like I'm not called back, but I keep going on our our, our scheduling app. And because I haven't gone on it for a year, you know, what's the point? Nobody has a schedule. Nobody has anything. It's just a big red, yellow line that says involuntary layoff. Yeah. Uh, but I've been looking at schedules now because I know people that are flying. Jeremy's flying. So I'm looking at what people are doing and what... Um, pairings they've uh they've had what flights they're gone uh they've gone on and yeah a few people have gone to la uh so that's really cool um so yeah the crossing of borders is is quite close i yeah. feel it yeah um yeah so we might have another celebratory podcast coming up soon sooner than we thought because i was like mm, maybe october yeah. you know maybe december oh maybe october okay no maybe august oh, maybe august now yeah it's moving up but you know you never freaking know because i could they could decide to call back 2000 tomorrow yeah. you don't know yeah. it's unlikely because <laughs> <laughs> that's quite a bit but they could yeah it's anything could happen anything could happen it's still the aviation industry it's still like Anything goes, anything can happen. You have to roll with the punches. And if they call me back tomorrow, then I have to be ready. I have to go, I have to accept and go back in two weeks. Yep. yep. That's how it goes. I mean, I could say no, but then I would have no job. So. Well, yeah, that's <laughs> not a good option. Not a good option. And I'm definitely not doing that. Um, yeah, yes. We're, we're so. itching to fly. So, yeah. Um, anything else, Jeremy, for this episode? Uh, no. Um, we'll just give you a couple uh, little clues as to upcoming episodes obviously we'll have a celebratory episode soon for you uh and we just watched a movie today so we're gonna um do a review of that one uh coming up in a little bit as well uh let's see hint anna kendrick's in it <laughs> <laughs> and uh we've lined up another interview podcast conversation with 
the one of our previous guests. I'm sure you guys can figure out who it is, yeah. but we've talked about her a lot. She's agreed to come back on, and uh, we'll figure out when that can work out for all of us. Yeah, because of my reserve schedule. <laughs> yeah, well, of course, and. <laughs> Excellent. And uh, yeah, if you're all out there and you are flying, make sure you're always nice to your flight attendants. Because they have to. Wow. They might have to save your butt one day. (laughs) Thanks, everybody. Bye. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to rate and review wherever you listen to podcasts. We have new episodes every Wednesday. Don't forget to follow us on social media at Moderate Turbulence on Instagram, at Mod Turbulence on Twitter, and follow us individually on Instagram at Huffy J and at La Delvi. Thank you.